Hi, I'm Jenny Friedman. And I'm Brett Thornhill. And this is Technicolor Mindset. Hey, Brett, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome, everyone. We're going to have a big discussion today. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about opportunity. That is big, actually. Opportunity is kind of broad. I think we always tend to start with really broad. That's okay. Topics. We could start we with the broad. Down, right? Yeah. Was there something in particular you wanted to say about opportunity? Well, you know, in business, I do think that the word opportunity gets thrown around a lot. And <clears throat> what does opportunity mean? I think everyone wants more opportunity. Very few people want less opportunity. How do you recognize opportunity? That's an interesting question, right? How do you recognize when an opportunity comes by? Because you're busy, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or whether you're working for somebody else or whatever, you're busy with what you're doing. An opportunity usually means something new that you haven't encountered yet. So how do you recognize opportunity and take advantage of it? There are certain critical points, I think, that happen in our lives. And we need to be able to recognize those as opportunities and then be able to say, hmm, okay, there's a path to go down here. Because we can sometimes let opportunity pass just simply by not recognizing it. Right. I was going to say that and if you don't recognize something as an opportunity, it can present as a huge challenge or obstacle. And you can actually feel stuck and blocked and aggravated when a mindset shift would allow you to look at it as a good opportunity. That's a really great way to put it, actually, because opportunity does mean challenge. So how we face that challenge is really going to dictate whether or not we see it as an opportunity, a good thing, or a challenge, a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, occasionally an opportunity might come knocking that is, hey, here's a gift for you. <laughs> here's an opportunity to win $1 million, you know. Those are yeah. really nice. But more yeah. often, an opportunity comes around and it's wrapped up as a challenge that isn't always welcome, mm -hmm. sometimes can be trying mm -hmm. or test certain aspects of your abilities or just you break know. you out of your comfort zone. right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. when that opportunity comes in all likelihood, it's going to stretch your capabilities and every opportunity comes with a certain amount of work required as well, because the opportunity doesn't happen on its own usually. And, and it sits there, but it needs some massaging. It needs some nurturing. It needs you to help it along. Yeah. And I have a good example. So when I had a shoe store at one point, I had it for going on four years and the lease was out and I extended a couple months, but then I was like, I can't continue doing this. I, I didn't sign a new lease and I was sort of in that space of what do I do? And the decision was sort of really made for me because honestly, we were just making enough money to keep the store open. I wasn't making money like to take home or go shopping or do anything fun. It was like, oh, you know, I'm just in business to be in business, mm -hmm. not to actually make a profit. It was really beat. So I was sort of devastated in a way because I had worked so hard to make that happen. And everything, the story I told myself made everything I'd done in the past culminate to this moment of having a store. And that's not really true. That was really just how I framed everything. Sure. But I remember specifically writing out, I think this is a huge opportunity to get out of retail. And just that sentence alone made me smile. <laughs> I, I think that's a 
fantastic example actually and i think to get out of retail was like yeah that that made it feel really welcome and although it was a huge challenge because what does that mean so what am i going to do next you know yeah as you were saying that i was kind of thinking you know how many opportunities and you're right some opportunities come and they just fall on your lap and they're like obvious and it's obviously a good thing doesn't require a whole lot of change but most opportunities come as a result of adversity so oftentimes your greatest opportunities will follow your greatest adversities, your greatest challenges. And if you frame it that way, I think that was brilliant to be able to, to take that and instead of looking at it as a failure in retail, say this is an opportunity to move on to something else. I mean, that was not overnight. I mean, I was a failure oh, and miserable for months. Believe me, I know when I <laughs> took on coaching, it was the same kind of thing, right? I yeah. mean, I left a 20 year marketing career and I didn't see it right away. I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. And when I tell the story now, it sounds like I just woke up one day and I decided, hey, I am going to become a coach. And that, that's a great story. It, that's what you know. I'm saying. It's, in the story, it sounds like, and then I just wrote a sentence that it was an opportunity. And there I was. It's and not now. It is a slow process. And there's a lot of doubt in there. But you kind of got to keep your eye on that ball and how you position that. And sometimes you don't even know what it's an opportunity for. So to say it's an opportunity to get out of retail, and typically this is not something that I encourage people to do, but this is an exception. Oftentimes I'll ask people, what do you want? And they'll tell me what they don't want. Yeah, everybody and, knows what they don't want. Right, and, and I'll say, that's great. Thank you very much for that. Now, what do you want? <laughs> and that happens all the time in coaching, right? But this is a case where I think sometimes in order to frame the opportunity just as an opportunity, you need to be nonspecific. So you are nonspecific enough to say, this is an opportunity to get out of retail. And if you had only recognized the opportunity, if you had a destination in mind at that time, you probably would have let that opportunity pass by. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the natural thing was to go into some other aspect of retail, like back right. into buying or back into Stormline or something like that. And I said, no, this is an opportunity to call all of it off as an industry, just get out of that whole business of retail. I've never had a change. And maybe the, maybe I'm just fortunate. Although I've talked to other people who would say the same thing. I think I've never had a change take place in my life that found me somewhere down the road, whether it's a year, year and a half or whatever down the road in a worse place than I was before that change took place. I mean, most of us evolve, right? Like sometimes through, various circumstances. Yeah, we devolve. You know, that's unfortunate. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And some of the reasons we have to look inward and some of the reasons are out of our control. But I think for the most part, we evolve. So when a change takes place and when adversity hits us, if we start to look for the opportunity within it, we can manifest that opportunity. Yeah. I want to be mindful though, to, to, to point out, we're talking about change, I believe, I mean, I, obviously, I suppose it could happen quickly, but in my experience, big changes like that have really happened over the course of, you know, years, like months and years. Yeah. So like, you know, when I was younger, I used to like fall forward always into mm -hmm. a new, bigger, better. It seemed like that was the trajectory was to keep getting bigger and better. I was better off. But that change out of retail, that was like falling off a cliff. And I, you know, was not better off financially for years. Mm -hmm. But other things that came from that experience were of value. It's not just always about money. Absolutely right. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. I agree with you totally. I think these big changes take a long time. 
and we learn along the path and that's what helps us get there. So if you start from a mindset that every change or every difficulty is an opportunity, if you look hard enough for it, then no, it's not going to happen overnight. It may require a lot, you know, some discomfort because great change comes from getting outside your comfort zone and stuff. So you can go through a period that feels like you're falling backwards. I guess, off a cliff. Back. Yeah, off a cliff. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you jump off a cliff. I mean, when I, you know, when I decided to become a coach, I literally told my wife, I'm going to jump off a cliff. Don't know where the bottom is. Let's go. But that's because I was able to frame it as an opportunity, not because I knew it was going to be successful, not because I knew or had a clear path to where it was going to lead me, but because I just refused to let it knock me down. Right. I think sometimes you have to be nonspecific in recognizing the opportunity. Well, you definitely have to be resilient too. I mean, you just have to, sometimes the road is bumpy. So there's ups and downs. Yeah. Like you said in the beginning, sometimes you have to work for it more. You know, it doesn't just fall in your lap. It's there, yeah. but you got to work to make it actually happen. Well, I'm not terribly religious, but I am spiritual. So I, I don't so much pray as I just have these kind of conversations with myself um, where I, I kind of ask for wisdom or, or I try to manifest, you know, some sort of, of vision of, of what's out there for me and stuff. One of the things I usually ask for is, is the wisdom to be able to recognize opportunities when they come along and not let them pass and be brave enough to take advantage of them despite the fact that it's usually going to create some adversity and some discomfort for a while because it does take some bravery to do that I think to be able to it's tough to turn adversity into opportunity. I remember one of the exercises that you did that put you out of your comfort zone but you got really good at it when you were doing the Facebook live videos. Well yeah and to be honest with you that was one of those just stop thinking about it and just do it. And yeah, I was completely outside my comfort zone when I started doing that. And something even more recently that happened was I had the opportunity, which at one time I never would have taken advantage of. And this is just an example. I mean, that you know, not everybody has the same sort of, of circumstances, but I was at a coffee shop and a friend of mine was playing and uh, playing guitar and singing. And he goes, why don't you get up and do a tune? And I've been playing for years and I have suffered from horrible stage fright. I mean, just the worst kind of stage fright, I mean, phys <laughs> physically trembling type of stage fright. Oh, that's not good for someone who needs to get up in front of people. But I can speak. Speaking was never a problem, but playing music and singing and stuff like that was, it was a whole different ballgame. Um, but for some reason that day, I, I don't know what it was, but I just saw that as an opportunity. And I think this past New Year's, I said to, to my wife, I said, you know what? I've been playing and singing for a long time. This is the year when I'm finally going to break out. And I'm going to do something now. I'm not going to cut an album and I'm not going to be <laughs> touring the world. All I meant was I'm going to play. In you can get some backup dancers. Yeah. Right. But I'm, all I meant was I'm going to play somewhere where people can actually hear me right. instead of in my basement. Right. Yeah. So when this person asked me, I normally would have said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get up there. I'm, you know, and, and the trembling would have started and all this sort of thing. But for some reason that day I just said, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll get up and do it. I was still nervous as hell. I got up and did it. My hands were still trembling and I made some mistakes and that sort of thing. So that was a couple of months ago. And now I'm playing fairly regularly. You know, like I booked some gigs and I'm, I'm really, I'm loving it. It was such a great opportunity. You booked some gigs. Listen to you. You I, got the lingo down. I know, right? Yeah. The cool cat, the coffee house. <laughs> but that's something that I would have just rejected and would have resisted so much at one point but I actually was able to turn it around and say, there's a chance here to do something that I've been saying I want to do for a long time. So get off your duff, 
and get up there and do it. And what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Right. So you do have to break out of your comfort zone. And oftentimes what prompts that may be adversity, maybe a challenge, maybe because, you know, there's a piece of me that wanted to run out the door when this guy said, come up and do a couple of tunes. The old me would have probably done that. And if it had been a week later, maybe I would have done it. I don't know what it was about that particular day. And I, the stars yeah, I, aligned or whatever, right? Right. I, I think that that feeling too, if, if you're listening and you have that feeling in your gut, like this, uh, you know, it could be nerves, this mm-hmm. uneasiness, this yeah. like, ooh, I don't know about this kind of feeling. That can be a great clue that it's an opportunity. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. So I think that can be a cue. Absolutely. And when you feel those kind of feelings, because they're powerful feelings. So anytime mm-hmm. that you have powerful feelings about anything, even if on first blush, they may be perceived as negative, powerful feelings. If you change your mindset, if they're powerful feelings, then chances are you can change your mindset and you can turn those around and, and turn them into positive, powerful feelings. Yeah. You know, they have that. They're not, they're not middle of the road. It's not like, meh. You know what I mean? It's, right. So the meh stuff doesn't usually work out for us and doesn't usually create really great positive change for us. But if there's something that really kind of hits us and, and prompts a, po- a really powerful reaction, that's probably a great cue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So what would you say to people who are trying to make sure that they take advantage of opportunity when it comes and recognize opportunity? What should they do? Well, being open-minded is key. Because if you're really always thinking you know everything, you're not going to be open to you know, something coming along that looks wrong. It'll look wrong to you and you'll dismiss it. So being open-minded is, I don't know if that's the biggest thing. Is that the biggest thing? I don't know. I, I think being mindful helps a lot as well. I think my, you know, being able to recognize and, and be mindful of things when they come by and not always to just take, to use expression again, to take things on first blush, to really kind of, dig in and, and try to get used to and develop the practice of recognizing things. And sometimes that takes pausing. Your first reaction not being to panic when change comes around, but to be saying, okay, this is change. We recognize this change, but within change is opportunity. So where do I find the opportunity in here? I think that requires some mindfulness. I see what you mean. Like mindfulness to me is when, I love the, ex- the example of you're sitting there and let's say it's like clouds in the sky. You notice things. Doesn't mean you have to act upon them. Doesn't mean you have to have you know, a strong feeling. Maybe even you have a strong feeling, but you could say, no, I don't even have to have a feeling about it. I can just notice it and let it drift on by. And, oh, look, there's another cloud. That now takes up my thought yeah. process here. So noticing opportunities as things that come by, they don't necessarily scream out at you. You may not necessarily have a huge emotional reaction. It may not seem like a huge adverse thing. It may come along as a friend tells you a story about how they're doing yoga and you're going, huh, you know, I need to be doing something myself. So you get a little inspired by the idea. That could be opportunity just to knocked in a different way. It was like something that made you stop and think, and relate it maybe to your own world or you know how do you relate to ideas they might be even unrelated to you doing it but maybe something to bring into like i know with business there's different models and one of the models that i always find 
this was back years ago, but it was interesting to watch people start to put that model into other businesses. Like for example, being a hairdresser and a hair salon, you had your own station. And so you were sort of like renting space, but yet you were in the hair salon and it looked like you were an employee. So that whole sort of um, being a contractor type model then started bleeding into other industries and adopted that model. So again, that could be an opportunity to look at one thing and say, how can I take some of that and make that work in my world? So again, it can be opportunity just from being exposed to new ideas. With that said, then I I do think that being open-minded and being free to explore opportunities as they come by, whether or not they overtly look like opportunities or not. I think that is maybe the biggest thing to be aware of, of what you're encountering. Mindful. Yeah. Mindful. Yeah. To be mindful. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We agree. We do agree. (laughs) And if you agree, please come and join us on Facebook and let's talk about it. We're having fun with our Facebook group. Where will they find us on Facebook, Jenny? Well, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash technical mindset. There's a little questionnaire you fill out, but we'll let you in the group. And once you get in the group, you get a chance to chat with other group members and also contribute to uh, this discussion on some of the topics that we've covered in our, in our show and also suggest other topics, change the topic, change the subject. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I would love to ask people to do right now is if you've enjoyed this show, just go to iTunes and leave a review because that helps us pop up in the directory so other people can find us. Absolutely. It gives an opportunity for people to find <laughs> this show and glean some information. Perfect segue. Excellent. Segue. <laughs> and while you're at it, you can also zip over to technicolormindset.com where you can check out more about the entire Technicolor Mindset program, which includes not just this podcast and not just the Facebook group, but also the Mindset Maverick group, which we're going to be starting really full force in July. And if you become a Mindset Maverick, it gives you the opportunity to interact with Jenny and I on a regular basis in regular Mindset Maverick meetings, weekly meetings, and also the opportunity from time to time to avail of personal one-on-one coaching from either or or both myself and Jenny. So zip on over there and take a look at well as well. There's lots of stuff over there, things you can download, some worksheets and some information. Lots of opportunity. Uh, lots of opportunity. You got it. <laughs> so we hope to see you in the group and we will talk to you again very, very soon. All right. Bye, Brett. All right. Take care. Cheers. Thank you.